Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Time to get out to the Great Midwest Bank hotline and welcome in our friend. It's been a while. From BetMGM tonight, Ryan Horvat. Horvy, what's going on, dude? Did you guys plan that theme music for me or did that just happen to pop up in the system? We're playing Buck Cherry Wit now on the station? <laughs> just happened, dude. I didn't plan anything. Just happened. I don't even know any of the songs that are in the bumper, so I have no idea what's going on. Toby, Google the lyrics to that song. That song, that's your theme song right there. <laughs> I'll have to look it up. Horvy, I wanted to start here by asking you, which dude hates DC more, Ryan Horvat or Juan Soto? Probably Ryan Horvat, because at least Juan Soto is making $17 million this year, <laughs> and... I don't, I don't know his thoughts on, you know, Chicago or Midwest food. I don't know if he's ever had an Italian beef or, you know, uh, deep dish pizza. But, no, I'm kidding. I like – D.C. is just fine. I, the problem is I don't live in D.C. I live in Bethesda, Maryland. So, for example, right now I'm still 27 minutes outside of work, and I got in my car like an hour and 30 minutes ago. I was literally like doing a meeting in my car uh, on a Zoom call because – had to sit in traffic for an hour. So it isn't really that I hate D.C. I just hate the commute, the traffic. There's always something going on. And uh, I think the restaurants suck. Yeah, I mean, you got to get some good seafood. You ever gone down to that wharf area in D.C.? Oh, yeah. No, there, there is really good food in D.C. There's great food in Bethesda. There's a couple really nice restaurants right by my house. It's just it's just a lot different. You know, I don't have my pizzeria, Scotty. I can't go to Golden Chicken. Back home, I can't go to Samino's or Maury's Table. The problem is, you know, I just spend so much time in two places, Wisconsin and Illinois, you know, right on the border. So I just have my favorite spots. And it's just a whole – the food here is just a lot different. There is really good seafood, especially, like you said, if you do go by the water. Um, there's a couple things, like, from back home. I go to Morton's Steakhouse. That's really good. So I shouldn't complain. It is it's very beautiful here, Toby. I know you miss it. Yeah, I really do. I definitely do. It was fun going out there and uh, getting to go back to Nats Park and everything, but I do like working out here in Milwaukee, so I can't complain. Uh, looking at Soto, what do you think the chances are he ends up with St. Louis, or where do you see him ending up? Well, you know, if history has anything to do with it, it'll probably end up in St. Louis to torture me for the next 15 years because, like, the reason I would go all in on Juan Soto is just because, I mean, he won a World Series at, what, 21 years old? He's only 23 years old, so you're going to have to obviously, I mean, if you trade for him, you're going to want to lock him up. You're going to want to extend him. So you're going to have to give him the years. You're going to have to give him the money, but he's only 23 years old, man. He's not even in the prime of his career yet. So 
Watch him end up in St. Louis with Nolan Arenado and Paul Goldschmidt, and then watch them not even give you guys a good enough package because I still don't even remember what they gave up for either of those other two guys. And <laughs> both of them could win National League MVP. Like Paul Goldschmidt today is like minus 115 to win the MVP. He's putting together a ridiculous season. But I think, see, this is why it's so hard, man, because the best package would probably come from the New York Mets. But do the Nationals really want to trade within their own division? Because then how do you like how do you sell that to your clubhouse and how do you sell that to the fan base? You know? That would be like that would be like the Cubs when they moved all those guys, like moving Anthony Rizzo to St. Louis. You just can't do that. So even though they could offer a great package, I don't know that Washington would do it. You know the Yankees are gonna have a great package, but what do they really have in the farm system? What are they willing to give up? And if they go all in for Juan Soto, does that mean they're going to pay Aaron Judge, who right now is the leading candidate to win American League MVP. I wouldn't be shocked if it was a team like the Dodgers, just because anytime anybody's available, Manny Machado, uh, pretty much anybody, man, um, they're always in the running. But the two dark horse teams, the three dark horse teams I'll throw out there, the Seattle Mariners plus 800. I mean, with J-Rod and that young roster, I think Juan Soto would be a perfect fit. And then the San Diego Padres have a bunch of prospects they could give up. I don't know if they want to give up a guy like C.J. Abrams. Probably not. But, I mean, for Juan Soto, I'd give him up. And you already have Tatis Jr. coming back. And you have Manny Machado. And then the San Francisco Giants. I know right now, you know, they're just fighting for a wild card. They also have some prospects that they could give up. So, I think, you know, it's probably one of those teams in the NFL. Who knows, man? I wish it was the Cubs, but I know how that works out. I wish it was the Brewers just for <laughs> yeah, the series ticket because when you're relying on Hunter Renfro as the number one bat, and, you know, I love Rowdy, and Christian Yelich obviously um, didn't have the bounce-back season that we all expected, at least not yet. I mean, we still got a second half of the season to go, man. But, you know, getting somebody like that would be huge. But I feel like it's going to be one of these big market teams. Well, and then looking at the Brewers, you mentioned that you got a ticket on them possibly to win the World Series. How are you feeling about that? And is there anything you like maybe looking at Burns at the Cy Young or anything Brewers-related that you're looking at going forward? So nothing with Burns, man. Not this year, just because he had – I mean, he's still having a terrific season. I'm going to probably take his strikeouts tonight over 7.5 because I can't bet the Brewers because they're minus 250 with them on the mound. I just – Sandy Alcantara, every time he takes the ball, he's going to go seven, eight innings. He's like a throwback pitcher where he's thrown a couple complete games this year. Even if he gives up a couple runs, man, he always wants to close that thing out. problem is they never give him any run support. The Marlins, I don't think the Marlins have scored like in the last month, man. Um, but Alcantara is just so damn good that I don't even know if it's anything, if there's anything there worth betting. For the Brewers, I, I, I'm not like in freakout mode yet just because second half of the season, I don't know if I trust the Cardinals pitching. Like, Wainwright has been great. He's got an ERA sitting there right at three. But he's like 55 years old, man. And then I don't know if I trust the bullpen. I still, when the Brewers are right with that rotation, when you got Burns, when you got Peralta, when you have Woodruff, and then you have, you know, Devin Williams and you have Josh Hader, and I know he hasn't been very good the last, you know, couple of couple appearances and everybody's starting to freak out. I still, I mean, man, as long as they – as long as they can score some runs, I think they'll be just fine. So I'm not in freakout mode just because that division is so bad. But um, I do think they need to try to acquire at least one or – I mean, two bats would be great, but they definitely have to add a bat at the deadline. I just don't know who's going to be available. Like, look at some of these names. You know, Wilson Contreras is going to be available. Maybe a guy like Josh Bell will be available. But 
I don't know. Now that Juan Soto's available, now that he's you know up for grabs, I kind of forgot about everybody else. Yeah, I mean, it just doesn't seem like there's anything incredibly special out there that's going to make the world a difference. I think it's kind of either the Brewers are going to win it with this roster or they're not. Well, let's dive into what is the most exciting thing that's beginning next week is Packers training camp. Talking with Ryan Horvath from BetMGM tonight here on the Fan Afternoon Show. What are you most excited about for this Packers season? Is there a rookie maybe that's standing out to you? Are you looking at Christian Watson and thinking he can be someone that's going to make a big difference right away? Are you maybe looking at Quay Walker, defensive rookie of the year odds? What are you looking at with the Packers this year? Yeah, definitely excited for Quay. I'm actually excited for both guys from Georgia on the defensive side of the ball, and I'm really actually just excited for that defense because this is the first time I've ever – well, it's the first time in a long time, over a decade, that I've went into a training camp, into a season where I'm actually excited for the defensive side of the ball. I mean, there's always question marks, uh, you know, whether it's Ladarius Gunter trying to cover Julio Jones in an NFC championship game. Like, that won't be an issue this year because now they're almost too stacked. Well, I shouldn't say that. They could use a little bit. They need a little bit more depth in the secondary. But, man, I love the starters. You love Jair Alexander. He's the number two rated corner in Madden, which finally gets some respect. I know Madden ratings don't matter, but I just thought that was kind of cool that everybody's finally paying attention because you see these dummies like, you know, Chris Sims, they do their top ten list. And it's like, okay, where the hell is the best corner in the league? I still – I like Jair better than I like Ramsey. To 100%. Honest, um, and then – you know, I think Savage is going to have a great year. I think Adrian Amos, if he stays healthy, he's always reliable. And then you love Rasul Douglas. Eric Stokes is who I'm really excited for. Look what he did as a rookie, man. He became the number one corner. And now this year, they can move him around a little bit. So I'm really excited for the defensive side of the ball. And then I'm just really excited to see what they do offensively because now, you know, Matt LaFleur is going to have to get creative. The last three years when they've been without Devontae Adams, I know they haven't lost the game, and it's because they get creative with the offense. It's not just Rodgers targeting Devontae 17 to 18 times. Don't get me wrong, I'm really going to miss Devontae. I'm a little worried because I don't know if Rodgers is just going to trust somebody like Christian Watson right off the bat. But it's going to be interesting to see who takes over that number one spot because Alan Lazard, those final five weeks of the season, was so damn good in the regular season. You know, Kyle... He's another year older. I don't know what to expect from him. Sammy Watkins, if he can stay healthy, I don't know what to expect from him. I'm just excited for the run game. You know, I keep looking at these top ten running back lists. Nobody's talking about A.J. Dillon. Everybody's talking about Aaron Jones. I think they're going to use him more as a receiving back this year, and I think A.J. Dillon's going to score double-digit touchdowns. I can't wait to watch him, especially when it gets cold out. So, Long story, I mean, I guess to give you a long answer, really excited for the defense and then just excited to see what the floor is going to do without Devontae Adams. I mean, I know everybody's like, hey, he's just a wide receiver. People say the same thing in Kansas City. Mahomes will be fine. Tyree kills just one wide receiver. Mahomes is still the best quarterback. But I think we forget, like, how good a guy like Tyree Kill, how good a guy like Devontae Adams really is. So it's going to be interesting, and I won't be surprised if they struggle a little bit offensively the first couple weeks. But I think they'll be just fine. My hope is that there's going to be like a uh, disgruntled, pissed-off, diva-wide receiver come like week five, week six, like there usually is that wants to get moved. Maybe his dad will go on social media. Maybe a guy like Odell Beckham Jr. will be healthy come week seven, week eight. Maybe Julio Jones. Like, where's Julio Jones right now? Is he just not going to play this year? So I guess I'm excited for the unknown on offense. And then looking at offense, your guy Aaron Rodgers, is there any chance he's going for another MVP this year? I don't think so, only because 
I think they finally are going to be that running football team that we thought that they were going to transition to because we all figured this was Jordan Love's year or maybe next year would be Jordan Love's year if Rodgers did live out the full four years of his contract. So they were supposed to transition to this running team, right? That's why they drafted A.J. Dillon in the second round, even though they had Jamal Williams, after paying and committing to Aaron Jones for a couple more years. Um, I mean, man, especially if Bakhtiari, the, the big question mark, man, is what's the offensive line going to look like? Is Elton Jenkins, is David Bakhtiari, are they going to be ready right away and healthy? Is Robert Tunyon going to be healthy and ready to go right away? Because I don't want to play Rodgers just because a guy like Justin Herbert is going to throw the football 50 times per game. If the Packers offense is what LaFleur wants, Rodgers is probably only dropping back 28 to 30 times a game. You know what I mean? So I'm going to stay away from the MVP bet this year. I still am going over the 10.5, 9.5, whatever book you're looking at, wins for the Packers. Um, but, man, i got to be honest. The Vikings, I talk about this with Bart all the time. The Vikings scare the hell out of me. This is going to sound crazy. I think Kirk Cousins is going to have a monster year. I don't disagree. I think that people are sleeping on that team because Kirk was good last year. Everyone just laughs when yeah. you mention Kirk Cousins, but Kirk was good last year. He was really good. And, dude, like, and Mike Zimmer hated him. It's come out now. Mike Zimmer hated yeah. him. And Mike Zimmer was a very overrated, terrible coach. He was this defensive-minded head coach, yet they were terrible last year defensively. They're off, that team should be scoring 35 points per game. When Delvin Cook's healthy and not suspended, Justin Jefferson is a top-five receiver, top-three receiver in this league. Adam Thielen's going to be healthy. They scare me a little bit. And then you're going to have a motivated Zedarius Smith on the defensive side of the ball looking to get after Rodgers both two meetings, especially week one. They scare me a little bit. The, hell, the Lions scare me a little bit, man. Yeah. Um, I, 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 like, I like Dan Campbell. If they had any other quarterback other than Jared Goff who could throw the ball 20 yards down the field, they'd scare me a little bit more. But I think Jamal Williams is going to have a really big year. I think that I think they're going to be tough, man. They're going to be like an 8-9 win team. I could see that maybe a year away from being a year away. And then uh, one thing I could guarantee, the Bears are going to be an absolute dumpster fire once again. Yeah, what's their win total? Because I'm taking the under no matter what. Uh, I think it's either five and a half or six and a half. It's actually, so here's the thing, man. It's the most, it's the number one or number two right now bet total. Everybody is going under, um, which I can see them winning like seven games. Yeah. The schedule. They do, play a, they do play a soft schedule, but they're definitely finishing dead last in the NFC North. I guarantee that. One last one for you, Horvey. Any futures for the NFL you're looking for as training camp gets underway? Oh, yeah. I got some futures for you. So the Ravens are going to win the division. Oh, yes. Uh, I would pick – I mean, we don't know what's going on with Deshaun Watson, but we're all going to guess that he's going to be suspended, right? I love Josh Rosen. I had the worst take of all time <laughs> when I was still doing college radio and that draft came about, and I said he's going to be the best quarterback in this draft. Uh, clearly I was wrong. But if he's starting actual games for the Cleveland Browns, even with that run game and a healthy Nick Chubb and Kareem Hunt, we're screwed, man. Um, I like Baltimore. Lamar's on a prove-it year. People are saying he's not a top-ten quarterback. I think he's going to have a monster year. Hopefully they don't lose three running backs in training camp that all tear their ACL on day one, and Marcus Peters is back fully healthy. But I like the Ravens to win the division, and you're still getting better than two-to-one odds. I played that. Another couple teams, like, I like Jacksonville this year to go over their win total. Trevor Lawrence looked really good week 18 against a good Colts defense that needed to win that game to get into the playoffs. He beat them. So I kind of like the Jags this year now that Urban Meyer's gone and Trevor Lawrence is going to have a full year under his belt. And then a couple college football ones I want to throw at you really quick. Georgia Tech, I gave this out a couple weeks ago. The win total is four. 
it's three and a half right now. Still go under. That is the worst schedule in college football. They are gonna they're gonna win two games this year, maybe tops. And then it's really chalky. But I think Ohio State is gonna win the national championship this year. That's only like you know two to one odds right now. I just play them to go over ten and a half wins. They are not losing. Maybe they maybe they get beat by. Maybe they get upset by Michigan again. It's not happening. But maybe. Who else is beating them on that schedule? So I love Ohio State over ten and a half wins. Yeah, I I think they're going to be so good again. You get C.J. Stroud another year, and Jigba Smith and Jigba oh, yeah. still there. I mean, come on, it, the Buckeyes are just going to be rolling again. I, the funniest thing I saw. I'll let you go after this, Horvat. Funniest thing I see is some of these accounts that you see on Twitter. I cannot stand some of the stuff they put out and like the quotes that they put out. Ones like. The dude to watch out for next year is Bryce Young at Alabama. It's like, well, no, duh, he won the Heisman last year. I love- <laughs> yeah, he's gonna be. If he's not the number one pick of the draft, dude, he's gonna be number two because C.J. Stroud's gonna go number one. But the thing about Ohio State this year, man, they get to beat up on. Well, they get to beat up on like all the Midwest kids. Look at that recruiting class. They mm-hmm. have the best quarterback in the nation, or the number two quarterback in the nation. They have even after losing a guy like Chris Olave, like you just brought up Jackson Smith. He could win a Heisman as a wide receiver this year. And last year, they were just really young on the defensive side of the ball. All their linebackers were freshmen. Now they're a year older. They're going to have some solid pass rushers. They're going to be really good. And uh, I'm, I'm excited for college football this year, man, because last year, let's be honest, the quarterback play, I mean, the draft class was terrible. Yeah. Kenny Pickett was the only guy to go in the first round. Look at this class. You got... Uh, I like the kid a lot. I like Van Dyke out of Miami, and he's like big, he's strong, he's six foot five. They, I actually played their win total over for the first time in a decade. I think they win at least nine games. Their win total is really soft at only eight and a half in the ACC. I like him a lot. I like Stroud. I like Bryce Young. It's going to be a solid season, man. Yeah, I'm excited for it. Horvey, it's good to hear from you again. Have, so, have a safe drive into work. Thanks, man. I'm only five minutes out. Talk to you soon. You heard from Ryan Horvat from BetMGM tonight. Make sure you check that out tonight on the Odyssey app. He joined us on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline. If applying for a home renovation loan has you feeling anxious, breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of tranquility. Get started at GreatMidwestBank.com today. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.